This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Welcome into episode 16. Good morning, Orlando. Good morning, absolutely. So I got to tell you, let me start out by right off the bat. This struck me as funny. I'm getting a haircut this morning in my local barber shop. There's three barbers there, a couple customers, and we're all talking. And you cannot imagine the conversation that we had. The subject of our conversation was cybersecurity. And I didn't bring it up. One of the barbers did. It's on everybody's mind. It's on everybody's mind. And I, when they're talking about it in the barbershop, it's on everybody's mind. And we'll get into later what they were uh, talking. Well, actually, we'll do it now. Um, they were talking about this airport website attack that took place in major airports. Uh, this was yesterday. So uh, we're filming this on October 11th. So it was October 10th. The number of websites for many major airports, LAX, uh, Hartsfield in Atlanta, were hit and taken offline. Now, it didn't affect any flights or anything like that. These is this is just the websites. But these are not things made of movies. No. This is real, real life. Yes. You know, if they're hitting websites, who knows what's next? Now I will tell you how they did it is. This is a Russian they call my Russian speaking group. They won't I, I think that's to really not tie it to the Russian government. And we can't tie it to the Russian government at, at the moment. But what they likely did, it looks like it was a, a what's called a DDoS attack or denial of service attack, uh, distributed denial of service attack. And so what they did is that they hammer on the websites until the websites can't respond anymore. And that's essentially what they do. There is no breach of data or anything like that. Uh, they probably thought it was going to be more of a problem than what it was because when's the last time you used your airport's website as, as one article i read this morning said well now we know airports have websites because <laughs> i i don't think most people know that airports have websites so well we don't go visit them that way no we don't we don't work with them that way and i'm sure now this group knows that and they probably won't do that again they'll find a different way of, of trying to affect our day-to-day -day life so yeah, they probably thought, oh, we'll bring down the U.S. airport system. <laughs> and now folks just couldn't, you know. And somebody said, one of the other articles I read this morning was, yeah, somebody somewhere couldn't get to the about page. You know, it's so funny because it's almost just like, you know, it's the, all the cyber um, hijacking and, and, you know, criminal acts. It's like, is this the lazy way to do criminal? Hey, criminals are like everybody else. <laughs> They're just looking for an easy payday, yep. you know, an easy way to get from point A to point B and put a little money in their pocket. They're like everybody else. They're just, you know, uh, and that was one of the things that came up in our barbershop discussion this morning is um, because one of the barbers was talking that he had a client in the chair who is the president of a chain of hospitals in Puerto Rico, and they got hit by ransomware and the FBI told him, don't pay. I probably shouldn't be sharing this. this oh, good. Th this is secret barbershop <laughs> stuff. But anyway, he uh, he uh, ended up, uh, he paid and got all of his data back. And um, somebody and one of the other guys said, well, there are there is honor among thieves. 
Well, there you go. Do you see something <laughs> new every day and you scratch your head is like, really, did that just happen? Yeah, exactly. But but it happened. But again, this is unverified barbershop <laughs> talk. So Isn't that isn't our rule is like what happens in the barbershop stays in the barbershop? Probably so. I've probably just violated it and put it right here on the podcast. So one of the things I wanted to touch on today is the dangers of mobile computing. And we're going to kind of bring all of this together. Airports are a great place if you're a hacker uh, because a lot of folks are looking for service. So if you think about it, cell service is not typically great at airports. A, it's maxed out. And so you tend to want to use the airport infrastructure or Wi-Fi. And a lot of times your phone will automatically switch. So we we use AT&T. And I know that if we're in an airport, AT&T has Wi-Fi set up in the airport and your phone will automatically want to join the AT&T Wi-Fi. Now, I want to tell you, you want to turn that feature off to automatically join available networks and to offer to join networks because... Somebody can do what they call a man-in-the-middle attack. So they'll set up a fake access point, and all of your data will get pushed through that. You won't know the difference. You'll get internet just like you have. But actually, they're sitting there collecting all of your data. Now, you say, hey, my data is encrypted. Yes, it is. They're still going to collect it, and they're going to try and crack the encryption. You know, I think I think of it in terms of, and maybe I think that this is like should be common knowledge, and um, but because it, it's been going on for a while, to me is I feel protective of my data, and it it really kind of bothers me to join other networks, you know, not knowing, you know, how well is it protected, and you know, yes. and so I would rather not. Right. I just don't. Yes, and that that I'm the same way, and that's what we recommend to a lot of folks is have a good cellular um, data plan so you can feel comfortable right. using your data. Uh, unlimited plans are pretty common now. And, um, and, and most cellular data will do everything you need it to do as far as speed and capacity. Yes, there are dead spots. We, you know, we have a local restaurant we like to go to. They have the most incredible carrot cake. But they have a horrible... AT&T service in the restaurant. So I just know when I go there, I'm not going to be, I can't check email. I'm out of touch, which is good. I know. (laughs) Gives me more, you know, one-on-one time with the carrot cake. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, it it absolutely is imperative to stay away from Wi-Fi. Now, as the owner of a company and you have, fleets of cell phones out there, mobile devices, you actually can manage those devices to prevent them from accessing public Wi-Fi. And even if they do access public Wi-Fi, at least you're enabling some sort of encrypted virtual private network on those mobile devices. So, And all of that technology exists today, and it's a lot more accessible and a lot more affordable than it was a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you do, you hear about some products out there, even over the radio such. And I'm just like, that's amazing because way back in the day, the only way you could get something like that would be through, you know, if you had um, a provider. And well, yeah. the average day-to-day person doesn't have that. Right. But right. still to this point, to even, even to go a little step further, you still need to figure out how to work it and 
you know, have it um, set up correctly. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And Apple's come around. They were, they always felt like the holdout when it came to corporate management of devices, but they've come have really in the past year gotten on board. We're a partner with them in that aspect and that we can provide that for Mac devices and iOS devices, yes. iPads, iPhones, things like that. So we've worked, a, we've developed a relationship with Apple in that aspect, which is important. So the the next thing we want to talk about is somewhat related to, it is completely related actually to mobile computing. And that is juice jacking. You know, wow i see people come up with some pretty cool names (laughs) so juice jacking is this you're looking for an outlet to power up your phone and and there are these now these um usb plug-in stations that are they have them in airports and coffee shops and that's where you know you need to get some juice for your device and that's where it comes from and then the jacking part is Somebody is scouring the data from your device when you plug into it. So the way you can prevent this is bring a charger with you. They have nice little chargers with foldable prongs on them so that you can slip them in your bag or, uh, you know, your purse or your backpack, whatever you may be carrying. And you plug that into a regular outlet because nobody can juice jack you on a regular 110 volt household wireless internet or or power connection and then power your device from that and charge it up and a lot of times easier to find outlets anyway then um the other thing you can do if you absolutely have to connect to one of these usb charging devices i know some airports in that you can't find an outlet anywhere you can when you plug in your device i know ios and Android devices both do this. They're going to ask you, do you trust this computer? And you obviously would say, no, don't trust. But to be all in, in honest, if your phone comes up and says that, immediately unplug. Don't answer trust or don't trust. Just unplug and let it die and, and live a quiet life. Read a book <laughs> or a magazine the next few hours, in all honesty, because it's just not worth the risk. Yeah. Because they could potentially access everything on your device. You know, and, and sometimes the most innocent thing, some people, I don't have anything that they would want. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, well, you I hope I'm lot. not in your contact list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It, it's amazing. You have more information than you could ever imagine about people and especially um, your company's contacts and your company's data. I mean, we all do it. Your employer or, you know, your friend's, you know, business or, you know, your church. Yeah. Yes. Just things like that is like, you know, you just don't understand what the, as far as a criminal mind is concerned, what they see of value. Absolutely. Years ago, um, this is funny. Years ago, I I had a uh, list of, I belong to an organization and they had about 150 members, maybe 200 members. And I had a little list written in paper. We didn't keep it digitally back then. And it was, you know, their name, telephone number, and email address. And, and it was their mobile phone or home phone um, because this was a personal organization. And I had some friends over to the house and, uh, you know, just to, I don't know, watch a ball game or something, some of the guys. And I'm like, 
what did I do with that list? I just had that list. I wanted to put some of the people in my phone. You know, I had that list out for real. It was going to be like my Sunday evening thing I was going to catch up on. And I couldn't find that list. Within a few days, friends were calling me saying, um, or, or I kind of heard it through the grapevine and, and a couple people did call me and say, hey, um, I have people calling me or I have a person, a gentleman calling that is looking to sell brokerage services to, to trade stocks back in the day when that was a thing and find out he's, it was a guy over at my house of like a friend of a friend who came over to watch the ball game, stole that list because he must've figured it was people that maybe were, would be good targets for a brokerage account. And he was calling them, trying to get them to invest through him. So when you think you don't have data, you have data. I mean, that was pretty benign and nobody really got hurt other than they just got irritated with this guy, (laughs) but, uh, a rather peculiar thing to happen to say the least. Oh, well, you know, things happen in the most innocent ways. I mean, I hate to even bring this up, but just know, you know, that I remember listening in the news about that attack and, you know, there's going to be a nuclear war, you know, and in the targets, Hawaii, I was just like, huh, what? Yeah. U.S. oil, what? And, you know, later on, you know, after months go by and, you know, going through some of our education, you know, events that we go to, they showed the picture as to how that occurred. And it's the most innocent thing of a password being written on a sticky note, sitting on somebody's monitor in the background of a picture being taken of a gentleman in in some knock at some operation center. Yes. I was just like, oh, my God. He thought they... He he was being taken a picture of, and they got information of you know from sticky notes sitting on his monitors. Yep, absolutely. It is the most innocuous thing, and, th- and those are things you have to really think about. Uh, we call that a clean desk policy. Yes, not having any sticky notes with c- important company information in case somebody snaps a picture or is walking by or and oh, just picks just, up a piece of paper. Just you know, I remember being in the younger days and and working for companies that we say it's like at the end of the day, make sure that your desk is like. Why does my desk have to be clean at the end of the day? It's like I want to pick up, you know, in the morning from where I left off. Well, this is the reason why. You yeah, know, the cleaning some, people. Exactly. Well, cleaning people or the friend of a cleaning person right. or something to that effect, you know, yeah. or somebody just that goes unnoticed. Absolutely. So we have a webinar coming up October 27th, and we're going to be dealing with cybersecurity and primarily focusing on cybersecurity insurance. But we're going to talk about a lot of things that that will help you understand your stance when it comes to being prepared for a, a preventing cybersecurity. So again, that's going to be October 27th. Somebody wants to sign up for that. That's lotusbusinesstech.com forward slash assessment, uh, right? Is that correct? Yes. Okay, very good. And uh, they can get a free assessment there as well, I do believe. And then we've got the weekly cybersecurity tips uh, that uh, we offer every week. So these come out on Wednesday morning uh, from Maria, and it's directly sent to you. We do not share your email with anybody else. We don't sell it to our partners or vendors or anybody else. Uh, This is purely to get the weekly cybersecurity tips, and you can sign up for those at weeklycybersecuritytips.com. Well, and that's 
end of our episode. Absolutely. Look out for the juice jacking. Have a great day. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.